everybody. Thanks for tuning into the Centerpoint Podcast. My name's Billy. And I'm Lowell. And we're thankful you're spending a little bit of time with us as we grow closer to God and each other. And today is a the start of a special set of podcasts. Mm-hmm. We got 10 of these, and they are focused um, towards a specific purpose. And that is we want to help you realize how to deepen your relationship with God. Right. I think we could probably coin it as 10 conversations that we're having and, and we're having with you on how to deepen your relationship. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. 10 conversations. Good, mm-hmm. good. Have you ever have you ever used YouTube to learn how to do something? I have indeed, many yeah, times. Yeah, many times. me too. I mean, from painting to car repairs, anything I, else that you I done? just learned uh, what gutters were on a, on a house and someone putting gutters together. Uh-huh. And that's an amazing tool to help with that that type of task. And, and the thing that, the reason why it works is because you've got regular everyday people who are explaining how to do something. Right. Like, I'm not an instructions reader. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think, you know, like when some, I buy something, right. I don't usually read, I, I don't some like people, the instructions. Some people love getting in there and getting in yes. the reading them, but other people learn by watching or right. learn by doing. I, I just hand my wife the instructions and she'll start mm-hmm. reading it and then I'll try to figure it out. And then usually, a lot of times, I go to YouTube and figure out some, find somebody else that's doing the same thing, or maybe bought the same product mm-hmm. and watch them do it and then. Bingo, bamo, <laughs> slingo, I got it. Exactly. That's kind of exactly. what we're doing here, isn't it? It is. You know, instead of maybe grabbing a book and trying to read through that process, what we'll do is we'll try to talk with you and have a conversation with you as we're having a conversation with each other on the 10 different ways that we see uh, are a good start, a good jump start in deepening your relationship with God. And the reason why I think these conversations are going to be helpful is because these are things that have flowed out of our own relationship with mm-hmm. with Jesus, with mm-hmm. God. It, that's why YouTube works, because it's regular, everyday people that are explaining, here's how I fixed my gutter, started my lawnmower, put together the table, whatever it mm-hmm. is, and we want to kind of accomplish the same thing. Right. So whether you've just recently entered into a relationship with God, or you've just decided, now's the time I'm going to deepen my relationship with the Lord, I'm going to grow closer to the Lord, then this these could be very helpful for you in, in a beginning process to step through and deepen your relationship. So this first one is very foundational. Without this, you don't get anywhere. And we have two kind of main points that we're going to make. And the first one is this, that if you have entered into a relationship with with God through the Lord Jesus Christ. We are excited to tell you that God, well, He is alive and well, mm. and God is going to be new to you. And we want to introduce Him, start to introduce Him to you so that you can realize who He is and what He is like and what He wants in your relationship. And another area that we're going to discuss is not only is God new to you, which is hugely pivotal in your relationship, but uh, this may sound strange, but you are new to you. Hmm. And that, that might sound strange. You are new to you, but hopefully we'll explain it a little bit in the next couple minutes, and you'll 
gather a better understanding of what that really means. So here's how this is going to work. We're going to, our podcast will be made up of two sections, and we'll have a break in the middle, and the first one we're going to focus on that first truth, that God is new to you, and then in the second half we'll get to, how did you say that again, Billy? That you are new to you. Now that's kind of interesting. I'm, I'm anxious to talk about that one. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about the first one. God is new to you. I mean, I just... Take a minute and just think, and maybe press pause if, if that's possible for you to do, but what comes to your mind when you think about God? How what? about you, Billy? What comes to your mind? Let's, put, let's well, go back in time if we can right. to where your relationship with God was, was, was new. Mm-hmm. What, what kind of ideas did you have about God? Well, I thought in my mind that God knew everything, and he was all-powerful. Yeah, that's... and that's certainly not false. Those things are very true. Mm-hmm. For me, I think before I really knew God, um, God seemed kind of scary and mm-hmm. distant and maybe angry. Hmm. And again, sometimes those things might be true. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. some of our ideas that we have about God, um, they, might, they might have some reality to them, I guess the question that we need to kind of realize, or maybe the answer we need to realize, is we are not an adequate source for what God is like. Mm-hmm. We, we're not going to look inside ourselves and find God and who He really is. Mm-hmm. We find God primarily. We find God's characteristics, His attributes, what He is like from His Word. Right. And, and s- go uh, ahead. Yes. When you when you enter in a relationship with someone, you want to you want to learn about them, and you end up finding out different characteristics about them. Uh, like when you and I began our relationship, you as we as we ended up talking or spending time together, you learned more and more about the type of person I was, and I learned more about the type of person you are. And that's we learn about someone's characteristics. And I I know that. When we go into God's Word, we learn more about God's characteristics, and the Bible just calls them attributes of God. And we mentioned a couple of them, actually, mm-hmm. you know, that He is all-powerful or that uh, He is in control, you know, holy, compassionate, unchanging, faithful, good, everlasting. There's a huge list. Oh, there's an infinite number of things that we could say yeah. about our God. And as we get, as we get to know somebody... We enter a relationship. We learn about their characteristics. That's what we want you to do. And Pastor Lowe, I think that you you know you have a good a uh, good place for us to to go. Really, the only place for us to go. And that's God's word, right? To learn about God. There's a lot of places we could go, but I'm going to choose one for our discussion today, for our first conversation, for the first half of our right. first conversation. <laughs> um, and that is found in the book of First. Peter. Now, that's going to be towards the back of your Bible, or you might use an app to find it quickly. But in 1 Peter chapter 3, I just want one verse, and to me, it really shines a great light on the character of God, and it shows us what He is like, and, and how loving He is towards us, and how much He wants a relationship with us. And so when we realize that God is brand new to us, this verse, I'm hoping, will come to your mind in the future. Mm-hmm. So I think you have it, don't you, Billy? You want to read it for us, verse number 18? Right. First Peter 3, verse 18 says this, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, 
being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit. That is such, I tell you, this is such a good verse. I mean, it is, it has so much packed in it. What I want to just say a few things about it because they're just so good, I can't let them go. But then I want to, I want to drill down on one thing that I want all of our listeners to see today about our God. So first of all, just see that Jesus Christ, he suffered once for our sins. What that means to us is his death was enough. Mm -hmm. We don't have to add anything to it. I mean, what do people sometimes think that they might add to the death of Jesus to save them? Well, they, they, they would trust in the death of Jesus, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus, but they also would trust in what they're doing, some yeah. good works that they do. That so Jesus plus works. Jesus or plus works, or Jesus plus prayer, or, or Jesus, Jesus plus praying to some, some idol or, or something. Or baptism, or mm-hmm. purgatory, or, or communion, or church mm-hmm. membership, and none of those things are, are the truth, not according to God's Word. Listen to what God's Word says. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous righteous. This is the great news of God's Word, Mm -hmm. that when Jesus said from the cross, it is finished, he was talking about this very thing, that Jesus died for our sins. And that is, we're talking about 10 conversations, but listen, all these conversations are built upon that truth. We get away from the whole idea that Jesus suffered for our sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, well, we're not talking about Christianity at that point. We're not going to be deepening our relationship with God. It all flows mm-hmm. out of that truth. Mm-hmm. But let me show you this idea that's here in this passage that I really want us to understand, and this might be a new idea to you. Let me read it one more time. It says, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God. Just think about that for a minute. God's plan was set in place so that you and I and and every human being that has ever lived has the opportunity to be brought Mm -hmm. to God. Mm -hmm. This is telling us something about our God, that he wants relationship with us, that he went to the length of sending his son, Jesus Christ, who suffered the righteous for the unrighteous, all that so we might be brought Mm -hmm. to God. And the point right before that says the righteous for the unrighteous. See, we could not go to God Mm. in our unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. So Jesus had to make that possible for us to go to God. It says, the righteous for the unrighteous. So Jesus was the righteous. So he enabled us to go to God, and he actually brought us to God. Instead of God seeing unrighteous people, he sees us as righteous through the sacrifice and the resurrection of Jesus. So we don't have to add to it. We don't have to be good enough. We don't have to do certain tasks or travel to certain cities Mm -hmm. or fast for certain periods or any of those kinds of things. We're brought to God through Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. 
This is a great truth. This, I mean, the reality is, outside of Jesus, until this happens, God is kind of scary. Right? He is far away in our, you know, in our relationship. Yes, he's mm-hmm. powerful. He's mm-hmm. overwhelming. He's, he's angry towards sin. He has mm-hmm. wrath towards sin. So all those things that we started with, kind of ideas that some of us might have about God, some of them are based upon truth. Mm-hmm. But we've got to bring this balance in, that it is the character of our God to come to us and to bring us to himself. Mm-hmm. And that only happens through Jesus. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a new idea to you today about our God. Well, I just want to tell you, I'm really glad that you heard this, and I trust that you're responding in your heart, that you are seeking Jesus' forgiveness and for his payment to be yours, because God wants that kind of relationship with you. Mm-hmm. Well, you got a second point for us, don't you? Yeah, and I'll tell you what it is, and then we're going to take a break, gotcha. and we'll come back. But the second point, the first point was, God is new to you, but the second point is, you are new to you. And we're going to, again, jump in God's Word and find out exactly what that means. But we'll be right back, and we'll be able to chat about you are new to you. Hey, well, welcome back to our podcast. What we're offering you today is the first of 10 conversations, and our hope is that through these conversations, you will know how to deepen your relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Now, our first one that you just listened to was this reality that when you came to know Jesus, that God is brand new to you, and we are so excited about you getting to know the God of the universe. And I hope you are equally excited about this opportunity you've been given to know him. But Billy, you said something earlier that kind of seems weird to the average listener. It is indeed. And it may may sound weird to you. You are new to you. Let's jump back to the illustration about YouTube. When I needed to know how to put a gutter up on my house, I YouTubed and saw an expert doing this, and I learned from them. You probably could pick from 25 or 50 different experts on that job, right? Exactly, exactly. But there's nowhere I can get on YouTube and find someone who's an expert on Billy. I can't do that because I know myself, or so I think I do. Hmm. But when I enter into a relationship, or when you enter into a relationship with, with God through Jesus... The Bible says something that is amazing. It says you are new. You are brand new. And there's nowhere that you can search on YouTube to find, for me, the brand new Billy. The only place that I can go to find out about the new me and you to find out about the new you is in God's Word. Because He's the doer. He's the newer He's the one that's making us a brand new creature. That's exactly right. So we need him to tell us what it is that he's doing. Mm -hmm. So where are we going to go to find that? Well, we can go to 2 Corinthians 5, verses 17 and 18. Now, instead of going into the complete depth of what that means to be the new you, we want to start from ground one. The initial conversation, so you can deepen your relationship with God, is to know that you are new to you. And this is what 2 Corinthians 5 says. 17 and 18 says, actually, Pastor Lowell, do you have that available? I do. I'll read it for you. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 and 18. Therefore, 
If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. You know, as I, as I followed along as you read that, I can't help but see that there is a connection between 1 Peter 3, 18, and 2 Corinthians 5, 17 and 18. What do you see there that's connecting? Well, we see that, there, that Jesus is in both of these passages, and he is the one, it says in 1 Peter 3, 18, that he might bring us to God, and 2 Corinthians 5 says that who through Christ reconciled us to himself, hmm. to God, you know, and gave us this ministry of reconciliation. It also so, says that all this is from, from God. God. Yeah, which is uh, which we need to understand that when we begin our relationship with God, God is the one that is bringing us to himself through his son Jesus. And I want to say this, as you as you deepen in your relationship with God, those kind of things are going to happen more and more and more. Mm. Here's what I mean. You're going to see truths about God and about yourself that just continue to be reiterated over and over and over. And we just landed two different passages, two different authors, mm-hmm. written at two different times mm-hmm. from two different locations, and they are saying very similar things about God. Mm-hmm. But now what you're saying is they say something about us. That's exactly right. And I have two things that two things I would really want to bring out. Number one is that the verse is saying, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation, hmm. brand new, not a, a pallet that you would break down and rebuild into a chair. Mm-hmm. It's not taking something old and recycling it and or, making it... Or improving it, make, it or... or, or and yeah. None of that, to try to make something that looks new but really is of old things. He has obliterated the old you and completely created a new creation. And that is his way. Hmm. Now, we don't... Again, in 1 Peter 3, it talks about the how Jesus died, the righteous for the unrighteous, but he has totally destroyed this unrighteousness, the sin that we have in our life, the wrongs that we've done, the sin, the punishment, the consequences for our sin have been totally done away with and laid on Jesus, and he has made us completely new. I mean, in Galatians, Paul says that we have been crucified with Christ. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, that doesn't mean we've been nailed to the cross with him. Mm-hmm. This happened 2,000 years ago. But I think this is, that's what you're referring to, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That that old man died with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm. And even in, in Romans 6, the very beginning, it talks about how we basically died with Christ, and then we were raised again to newness of life, a brand new life. So whether you realize it or not, the moment that you put your trust in Jesus Christ to have that relationship with God, you were created brand new. And that's what it says in 2 Corinthians 5.17. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old is gone, and the new has come. I guess that's why you're saying that when you come to Jesus for real, you are new to you. Right. There's nowhere that we, that we can search 
uh, to find out about the new Lowell on YouTube, the new Billy on YouTube, or the new you if you're listening on YouTube. But where we can go is God's Word to start understanding it, reading it, and figuring out, oh, this is who I am now. And there are many things that happen the moment that you trust in Jesus, hmm. the moment you trust in God through the sacrifice, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. There's many things that happen, and we, you know, we're not going to uh, belabor the point, but you've been justified, you're now God's friend, you are, you are an heir, you are a son and daughter, you, it says you are Christ's friend, you are free from condemnation. There's all these things the Bible talks about that if you jump into it and read it, you'll learn about that you are new to you, you learn about the new you. The second thing I want to say about 2 Corinthians 5, 17, and 18, and really it's the same thing, a little bit different, is you are connected with God. It says, Christ reconciled himself, reconciled us to himself, and all this is from God. He enabled us, instead of being apart like the unrighteous in 1 Peter 3, he enables, he enables us to be together with him. Instead of apart, the word reconciled means to bring pieces together, to bring together. And that's what God has done. He has enabled us to have that relationship through the reconciling nature of Jesus. And that's the newness. And that's brand, it's brand new. Before this, the Bible says that we are dead in our mm-hmm. sins. Mm-hmm. And so we cannot have a relationship with God. It is impossible for a dead person to have a relationship with a living person. That's right. In Ephesians 2, where you're referencing that, it's clear. It says, but God made us alive. That's the newness. We didn't make us alive. God made us alive. God made us brand new from death to life. And he's given us the ability to know him and to begin to know ourselves. Hmm. And you know, there's more here that it says that's now new to us. It says all this is from God through Christ, reconciled us, us to himself, and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That's something new, isn't it? It's a, it is a brand new thing. And if we look at the passage, it seems as if it's saying that's one of the very first new things that can happen, that will happen in your life that you will have what's called a ministry of reconciliation. Practically, you'll be like, you know what? I want other people to know this. I want other people to experience and to be new like me. And then you will introduce other people to God through Jesus. And it's called a ministry of reconciliation, bringing people to God, bringing people to that relationship with God. So does that mean we make them new? Well, it's nothing that we do. Mm. Again, it's nothing that we do. Our role is just to introduce them to Jesus and let Jesus do that. Because all this is from God. That's exactly right. It says in verse number 18. You know, it brings up a little bit of a challenge. If you are, whether you're new in your relationship with God or you're just wanting to deepen your relationship, in this conversation, how to deepen your relationship with God, here's a challenge for you. Why don't you open up a Bible or find, the, find an app on your phone and go to 2 Corinthians 5, 17 and memorize that verse. It's only mm. just a few words. You can either 
write it down and you know on a piece of paper and keep it in your pocket. You can put it put it where you're going to see it every day. But a challenge to you would be this: memorize Second Corinthians five seventeen, and put it to memory and put it to your heart so that you'll always remember that God has made you a new creation, and the new has come. It's it's not impossible to do. It's fewer than 30 words. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do this. And this was one of the early verses that, that I memorized as a brand new follower of Jesus. And it's one that comes to my mind regularly, mm-hmm. that I, I'm a new creature. And that's a big part of this relationship with God. If this is God's Word, and it is, how important for us to hide it in our heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a sneak peek the next time a little bit, isn't it? It is indeed. You know, another conversation we want to have with you is, what is the Bible, and what does that mean for us? If you ever wondered, you know, what is this Bible? What does it really mean for me, for us, as believers in Jesus Christ? Now, if you want to know the answer, you got to make sure you stay tuned for our next, next of our conversations, the second of our 10 conversations on how to deepen your relationship with God. I hope this has been a good one for you. Uh, Our hope is that through these 10 conversations, you will deepen in your relationship with our Heavenly Father. He loves you. He wants to have this relationship with you. You were made for this. And so as you find this relationship and and really develop it, you're going to find that God is bringing you a joy and an understanding and a peace that maybe you never had before. And mm-hmm. we are very excited for you mm-hmm. to experience that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm Billy, and on behalf of Lowell, I want to share this with you. We at Centerpoint Bible Church are nothing fancy, but we want to be real just like Jesus is.